0: Welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for the book of Boba Fett. My name is Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts Ed. Yo. How you doing today, buddy? Pretty good. Pretty good. Good stuff. Making some more food. Aye. More bantha ribs. Are you making fucking bantha ribs? <laughs> <laughs>
1: rat ribs. What kind of what kind of like industrial sized oven would you need? A podrace no, engine. I just us I I too early. No,
0: You doing?
2: I'm
0: pretty good. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, we're gonna be talking about the book of Boba Fett. Like I said, Ed, would you like to let the listeners know which episode we're talking about today?
2: Uh, today's episode is gonna be about Chapter Four: Gathering the Gathering Storm. Uh, we're gonna talk about what happened uh there were a lot of easter eggs in this one as well it seems to be a running trend with the book of boba fett it feels like it's a very uh fan servicey series and we're taking in as much as we can as we while we can because it's a short series so we'll let you know how many we found and if you see some that we haven't or you've made seen a reference that we haven't brought up please feel free to contact us we have multiple ways of doing so no one's got a whole list out for you ready to go if you are not sure of which one you want to use Flip a coin, pick a number from 1 to 3 and pick one of those, and then you can use that way.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, so here are all of your choices for when you roll that dice. Uh, One of the easiest ways to find us is our website, which is www.voiceoftheforce.com. We've also got an email, which is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. Social media-wise, we're on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both of those is at voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing a listener base and is very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. Viewing us five stars in the comment helps with visibility, and you can follow or subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases.
0: Thank you, Noma, and let's get into the episode.
1: As always here's a little spoiler warning at the top we're gonna go through a quick synopsis of the entire episode then we're gonna have a discussion we're going to just be talking about everything that happened here so if you haven't seen episode four yet uh pause here go watch it and then come back and that way you won't get spoiled on everything that happened so that is the last spoiler warning so let's begin Episode four opens with Boba Fett once again in his back to tank and he's getting a couple of flashbacks of his past wandering the desert of Tatooine on his Bantha. And, uh, we get a kind of scene where he is, uh, coming up on Jabba's palace and he investigates it with uh, the scope of his cycler rifle. And he basically sees a couple of Nicto guards, a couple of Gamorreans, um, all this kind of stuff, and it's, it's you know, he's kind of scoping out the place, trying to figure out something. He goes back to the Bantha and tells the Bantha that there's too many guards and kind of goes out into back out into the Dune Sea. And we get a cool kind of crossover moment here because as he's sitting uh, that night at the campfire and resting, he notices a bright flare firing off into the sky, and it's a bright white flare and it is very reminiscent of Mandalorian because it is Mandalorian. And uh, yeah, he kind of starts following the trail of flares, kind of curious at what it is. And if you remember that those are the flares that Mando and the guy who's so important, I don't remember his name, Bounty Hunter, uh, were using to distract Fennec. And uh, yeah, so he basically follows the trail um, all the way up to uh, Fennec Shand. So we get a nice kind of tie in here, kind of explaining how how it all kind of tied together, how he found her, all this kind of stuff. Um, so Boba just kind of tossed her on the back of the Bantha and goes all the way to Moss Isley. And he he kind of finds a little mod shop on the outskirts of Tatooine, goes inside of it, and we get some weird dialogue where he basically goes in and he's just like, Oh, I, I need I need mod stuff. And the guy's like, Oh, aren't you a little bit too old for mods? And I'm like, why would that matter? Whatever. And so he basically puts Fennec on the table, and there's a thing where the guy's like, "Oh, I'm appointment only. You can't just come in and announce And then Boba throws him a bunch of credits that he got from somewhere, and the guy's like, "Oh, he should have started with that." And then starts working on on Fennec. So we get this cool montage of um him kind of working on Fennec and patching her up and and explaining how she got the cybernetics we saw in season two of Mandalorian, and. There's a cool thing with this mod guy that I actually enjoyed. I'll talk about that later. But he basically, you know, he's got this big stump arm that has all these attachments and kind of fixes her up, gets everything working all over again.
0: And, uh, you know, finishes off. Sorry, it reminded Mm -hmm. me, his, like, arm thing reminded me of Triple Zero with his, like, weird, like, things that come out of his fingers, like the saws and stuff and, like, the the syringes. I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Nah, man.
2: he's just a ripper doc. That's all it is. is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah.
1: pretty much he's he's a star wars r- uh, ripper dog and but there there were a couple things with his um aesthetics that i really enjoyed but again i'll talk about that afterwards um so from there we kind of cut to shand awakening and um she kind of comes to vision sharpens and sees fett um and he ba- she basically like props herself up and they have a little bit of a conversation as fett is cracking black melons open and he's like i oh, drink this and she's like oh, okay um so we get a little bit of a uh run up to speed she's a you know boba explains what happened what he did um cha- uh, fixing her up and all that kind of stuff and fennec's upset at first where she's like what the fuck why is it just open cybernetics in my stomach um but we get from the the mod artist him saying like why would i cover her up it's fucking beautiful like all these cybernetics Boba." um so as they're talking fennec eventually comes to asking like okay who are you why did you even save me and he's like oh i'm boba fett and she's like i Oh okay. Um, I'll pay double what my bounty is, and I love I love that little interaction where just immediately as soon as she knows, she's like, "Oh fuck, it's for the yeah, it's for the price on my head." Um, but Fett basically says like, "No, I'm not interested in that. Uh, what I want is your help." I and he basically explains like, "I need to get Slave One back," and now we know why he was at the palace and all that kind of stuff, and uh, he's like, "Look, if you help me get in there." then we're, we're square. Our debt's paid. That's all I need. And so Fanny's like, Oh, all right, perfect. You're not going to turn me in. Sure. Let's do it. Uh, so they go back to, uh, I guess now it's Bib Fortuna's palace at this point in the flashback. Um, and they look at the same entrance the Boba was looking at and, Uh, Boba's like I can't tell how many people are in here you know I don't know the numbers and Fennec's like ah, don't worry I can I can figure this out and so she opens up the butt end of her rifle and there's a secret droid in there and so she takes that out it's this little tiny ping pong size thing and lets it go through the the palace it's really cool I really like the fact that Fennec has all these gadgets in her gun Um, I had one small problem with the secret droid we'll talk about that afterwards though um but basically it goes through the entire palace and we get this really nice kind of shot of it going through the hangar bays and then kind of like the kitchens and all these other hallways. And it's a smart secret droid too. I appreciate that as well. It can, it can tell when people are coming down hallways and it hides and does all this other stuff. Um, So it comes back and it, it gives them a big uh, map of the palace and they basically figure out from there that they should enter through the uh, drainage pipes and go in from there, sneak in, get slave one, head out. Um, so they do that. It goes pretty smoothly right up until they hit the kitchens where we get these two. I think one of them was the, the torture droid that was in charge or like the, like uh, what'd you call it? I guess kind of like the overlord of the droids. Cause I'm pretty sure we see that one when R2 comes through and return of the Jedi, the one with the kind of uh, oblong or um, oval head and it's got like a little flap at the bottom that speaks through two yellow eyes uh, and then this other the, the other droid with a bunch of knives um it's about to fight boba fanny just comes up and cuts its head off um and then uh, boba knocks out the the overseer droid and we get another funny scene where uh they they had called earlier for a rat catcher droid and it's one of the little um technician droids that we saw in clone wars the ones that look yeah it looks like a little it almost looks like a robotic two-legged rabbit Um, So we get this weird chase scene where, like, they're chasing it around because it's trying to, like, run away, and eventually Boba catches it. Well, Fenix shocks it, and then Boba, or not actually, like, stun shocks it, but, like, kind of jumps out and surprises it so Boba can catch it. And we get this funny dialogue where Boba's got the droid against the wall. He's like, do you know who I am? And the droid's like, no. He's like, I'm Boba Fett. And the droid just turns itself off immediately. He's like, no, 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 I'm not dealing with this. (laughs) And so Boba just puts it away like, well, all right, it's not going to do anything now. It's turned itself off. Um, So they keep going through, and they basically manage to get to the hangar bay before they're actually spotted. And uh, we get this cool fight scene. It seems a little bit superfluous, but we get a cool fight scene where Fennec's holding off uh, Jabba or Bib Fortuna's guards while uh, Django Fett's Powering up Slave One. It's very, it's very clunky. Uh, we also learn, and I was a little bit surprised about this Slave One's cockpit doesn't rotate when it lands because Boba has to literally climb up into the seat and be like staring up as he straps himself in.
0: It was either that or um, like the power wasn't like something happened over the, the few years that it didn't. Because I remember it did do that when he was in the Man- Mandalorian season two, right? Like it did but, rotate when it would lift it up.
1: But that would have implied that it landed broken.
0: Oh, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Right, because
1: it's been there the whole time. Yeah, it's just true. it's just it's a yeah. little bit interesting, but it's not something that like pulled me out of it
0: completely. Not a big, not a big but, problem.
1: Yeah, and but you know they they basically work together, and there's a a, a cool clutch moment at the end where Phoenix on the ramp, but the gate isn't opening, and she manages to just uh, ace the the weighted chain that's holding the gate close, so it falls down. They fly out, and uh, basically as they're they're uh, flying away. Shan's like, okay, so my debt's clear now, right? And Boba's like, yeah, I'll drop you off anywhere you want. Um, and so something I kind of skipped over is they, they'd mentioned earlier that uh, Boba's eventual goal, once he got his armor back, was um, kind of take, becoming a crime lord. And Fennec's like, what? <laughs> what? Why? Um, but anyways, as they're, they're kind of uh, doing this other stuff, Fennec's like, oh, I'll tag her along for now. Yeah, so after that, basically, as they're flying away, Fennec's like, all right, so what are we doing now? We're going for your armor, right? And Fett's like, I've got a score to settle first. Uh, so we get my favorite scene in the episode where basically, yeah, the, we, we cut to the, the uh, Kintan Striders. I, I don't know if we've mentioned them before, but that's the Nikta Speeder gang kind of just going through the deserts on Tatooine. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, yes yes give me this scene and you can see them riding and it's a shot of the the lead guy from the back and you just see the slave one fly into view and it kind of gets down and nobody notices it until Man, that was blasting.
0: such a good scene and like you it's can't so hear cathartic like, the sound is muffled up to that point
1: mm-hmm. yeah because it, it's showing it from the kintan riders' perspective where yeah. all they can hear are the boot bikes
0: it was so good i was just like as yeah. he starts coming in, it's like yeah he
1: yeah and he oh. just starts. He just starts
0: obliterating, and
1: there's nowhere for them to run. There's no like, there's no terrain. It's just there's, sand. There's so literally no, get,
0: no like yeah. nothing to hide behind or anything. Yeah,
1: they they just get annihilated. And the last, the leader, the last guy who actually is trying to avoid Boba at the end because he's realized what's happening. Just the final insult, Boba just opens the concussion missile rack and just fucking nails him with a concussion missile. And it's like you are more than dead. You, all of your friends are are in pieces in your space atoms um but yeah so they are completely gone now which kind of means the pikes have free reign but we'll talk about that later um but yeah so from there they fly away and uh boba returns to the wreckage of jabba sail barge and the sarlacc pit and he basically slowly lowers slave one over the sarlacc pit and he's he's got a very strange thought here where he's basically like oh my armor's still in the sarlacc pit so i need to find it and i'm like uh we'll talk about that later where it like it's understandable but it was kind of weird and we he basically he like <laughs> he does some weird stuff here where he he's like okay bring it in bring it in closer bring it in closer i'm going into the pit as far as i can like he's yeah. literally like halfway in the pit with slave 1 and he's got the lights on and all this kind of stuff and we get a cool little easter egg uh where For those who don't know, in the original Star Wars, uh, the Sarlacc pit was just a big pit. And then in the extended edition, they added a a beak to it. So it it was like using that to eat people. Um, We get both here because basically as he's showing the light, shining the light in on it, it's just the Sarlacc pit. But way inside of it, kind of like an octopus, there's a beak inside. Um, And so obviously, because I was just waiting for this to happen, he's so goddamn close to the Sarlacc bit. It wakes up and tries to attack Slave One. wraps his tendrils around the cockpit, uh, starts trying to bite the glass, and Beaufort's like, oh my god, I didn't expect this to happen, and I'm like, e- okay, whatever. <laughs> Fine. Um, but yeah, he's, he's trying to get the Slave One out. It's not going out because it doesn't have forward thrusters. Uh, so how would it have even gotten out? I don't know, but whatever. And they're wrestling with it. They're losing. And Fennec basically has to uncouple herself from the Uh, the seat and she sees this button flashing so she like climbs up the glass as the sarlacc beak is like scratching at it presses a button and it deploys the seismic charge which deploys out of the back of slave one which is facing the sky right now so it just kind of uh, sits there and very conveniently the sarlacc pit has been turning slave one slightly so it just has enough room to roll down into the Sarlacc pit, and we get the awesome, this awesome subterranean detonation of the seismic charge. It's also super lucky that it dropped in a way where it explodes horizontally, because if it, it exploded vertically, it would have cut the slave one in half. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it just nukes the Sarlacc with it, um, and then we get like I, it's supposed to be a funny scene where Phoenix gets back in, and Boba's like, "Don't touch my ship," and it's like, "Well, what were you doing?" <laughs> But he's like, I don't know any of the buttons on this. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so basically from there we cut to... the, uh, Boba and Fennec around a fire kind of sharing a meal and we get a cool exposition scene and it's the exposition scene that we've been talking about for like multiple episodes where it's like please just give us this so we understand what's happening um, but the exposition scene is basically Fett talking with Fennec because she asks like why do you want to be a crime lord you are like the fr- you're a bounty hunter this is not these are not overlapping fields of, of our professions And Fed basically goes like, look, how many times have you worked for an employer who was stupid and just made you do things that you knew were going to get you in danger or killed? Or just how many, how many idiots are there that just have all this money or all this power just because they were born into money or war huts or any of these things? And he's like, I have been, I've been fighting my whole life. I've basically been living off of scraps from people above me. It's just too much it's not a life that I want to continue and there's no retirement. Cause Fennec even points out like people in our line of work don't get to choose when we retire. And he's like, yeah. So why don't we who understand the dangers and the cost and how to properly execute these jobs, take our shot at the top. Um, And the, the end of that kind of uh, argument is um, Fett goes like, Hey, I need a right hand man do you want to be my my equivalent of i guess major domo um and fennec's like no i'm an assassin i uh, i'm not interested in that and boba's like all right that's fine i just wanted to ask um so then they get back into slave one and as they're starting to leave fett's like okay so where do you want to be dropped off and then all of a sudden fennec's like you know what i'll stick around for the ride and i was like that's a okay <laughs> um But yeah, so then we kind of get that explanation and uh, basically from there, Boba's like, all right, step one, find my armor. Step two, take over. So now we understand now uh, why he did what he did in Mandalorian Season 2. All part of this uh, three-step plan to become uh, the, I don't even want to say it, the daimyo of Tatooine. Mm -hmm. Um, So from there, we've kind of now ended the flashback and we're told that we're done the flashback because uh, Fett gets out of his back to tank and the droid is like congratulations sir your healing is done and it's like thank you for telling me we're not getting any more flashbacks well i think i think it's pretty
0: obvious too because like we have gone from like him coming out of the sarlacc pit to Hmm. him getting fennec shan and then getting jabba's palace because we get like that whole all that's filled in now so there's not really much to flashback on it
1: it's a bit superfluous right where it's like clearly we're done the flashbacks and then the guy's like we are done the flashbacks (laughs) and it's like all right well Mm -hmm. um yeah, basically, uh, as as he's saying this, like, congratulations, you're healed, um, Shan comes up, and she's like, yeah, but what about, like, internal scars? And he's like, yeah, they take longer to to heal. Um, so Boba asks about the mayor's major domo, who uh, was caught in that incredibly slow speeder chase last episode. And uh, Fennec basically says, like, yeah, no, he's telling us everything we want, but the mayor is just gone. Um so, basically, Boba gets uh, suited up, and he's like, all right, well, we'll uh, we'll try and find him. So, he gets the mods to, to go and search, and um, he's basically like, all right, well, we need to take charge now, because the mayor's gone, and there's a power vacuum, so let's do this. So, uh, we cut to Sanctuary, where we get a scene that I really appreciated, um, because it, it's told in such a way where if you know, you know, and if you don't know, you just... It, it's a little bit less impactful. It's basically a thing where it's like a nod to the fans, right? Where um, there's a bunch of Trandoshans gambling, and it cuts back to Black Chrysanthemum is just drinking in the corner and just staring at them. And you're like, oh, here, yeah, here we go. Because I mean, we saw in episode two, right, that, that one of those Trandoshans gave Boba a Wookiee rug. And so now we got Chrysanthemum staring at them being like, oh, it's these fuckers. Um, So he just gets angrier and angrier and especially because he sees them winning and winning. So he just gets up, flips the table, just starts beating the shit out of all these Trandoshans. um, And he's got one that he's about to kill and uh, Garza flip kind of comes out and she gives this really good, nice speech. It's basically like talking to the Hulk. It reminded me of Black Widow talking to the Hulk, but she's like, she's like, Hey, look, you're an amazing gladiator. You did all this stuff. You, you had all of these amazing matches. No one can, can doubt your might. This guy's so beneath you, you shouldn't kill him. You should just let him go so that everybody knows how cool you are, and if you do, I'll forgive your drinking debts. And Chrysantin's like Yeah and then just rips the Trendoshin's arm off. And you can see Flipping like, oh god damn it. And so she like walks away. Um and then we got another cool scene where Chrysantin is just like, not only the did he not care about Garza's offer, he then pays his debt because he gives the credits to, to one of the other employees. And he just just walks out and I'm like Alright. We were we were, I was dunking on Black Chrysanthemum a couple of episodes ago. He redeemed himself completely in my eyes. It's such a good scene of just showing those, no those Trandoshan relations. Yeah, exactly. And just being like, I don't care. If it's not Boba Fett, I don't care. <laughs> if it's not someone who's beaten me senselessly. Yeah, he good. knows yeah. that he can
0: get through these Trandoshans and take out his yeah, anger, yeah. but he knows he can't do anything to Boba.
1: Yeah, and so we even get uh, uh, like a double down of that because as Chrysanthemum's leaving, Boba Fett enters and Chrysanthemum just kind of looks at him and he's like yeah,
0: okay. He's <laughs> like, kind of leaves. Yeah, I'm done.
1: Yeah, um, but uh, as he's leaving, it's like, hey, "Hey, wait a minute!" And uh, Chris Hanton kind of stops to be like, "What? You want to start something?" He's like, "No, hey, hey, you're not doing anything right now, right? You're just kind of drinking and stuff. Do you want to? Do you want to have a job?" And Chris Hanton kind of just stares at him. But I'm like, "Yeah, okay. It's it's we we understand what's happening, right?" Um. So from there, we cut to one of the scenes that we'd seen in the trailer, which is all of the crime bosses. So uh, it, if I'm correct, I believe it's a trend. It's a couple of a couple of Aqualish, and a Clatoonian, um, all kind of sitting at, this, at the table, and they're all eating. And um, it, in a nutshell, basically, Boba is proposing that they all work together to fight off the Pikes, because if the Pikes take over, they're going to just run out everybody else. Um, but all the other kind of i guess crime lords gang bosses whatever you'd want to call them are all just like yeah but like that sounds like a lot of effort and we might lose some people so you can go fuck yourself um and then the clatoon the Clotonian's the main antagonist where he's basically like why should we fight for you why should any of us care and uh we get a oh, just a, a beautiful scene where fennec we again we get the fennec line where she's like if you'd spoken to Jabba like this he'd he'd feed you to his menagerie and the clotunian's the like yeah but you guys don't have a rancor and then the rancor bur- like yeah. the rancor claws the- shoot out from underneath the table freak the shit out of everyone and we get a reveal they're all eating over the rancor pit
0: yeah and <laughs> so i, I love was like that. oh this is beautiful yeah it's so good and Boba it- doesn't flinch like none of yeah. Boba's people flinch except oh, everybody like, else oh calm
1: down yeah he's like boy. it's okay boy it's okay he's like, yeah dog. he's like yeah it's okay it's okay <laughs> he, they didn't mean it and we get a like a scene of good writing. Cause it's clear Boba told everyone in the beginning, this was what's going to happen. You know, all yeah. of his own dudes. Okay. <laughs> if they get up at you, we're just going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, even though he has the power now in this situation, he de-escalates it. And is like, okay, fine. You guys don't want to put yourselves at risk. I will prove that I can obliterate the pikes and be the person that you all need to look up to. If you all stay neutral, then we'll be cool. And because now they don't have to risk their necks for it everybody's okay with it so they all agree we get a scene of every of all the gangsters leaving with their entourages as Fett and Shan kind of watch them from up top and uh yeah we get a thing where basically Fennec's like do you trust any of these people which is a little bit of a weird question but Fett's like I look I trust them all to work for to work for themselves as long as we can make them happy they'll be you know they'll be willing to work with us um and he also points out, like they, they're all, they're all idiots, but they all understand that I'm right. If the Pikes take over, they're not going to get anything. Um. So from there, we get Chen saying, like, okay, cool. So how much muscle do we actually have? How many people do we have working for us? And Fett's like, well, we've got plenty of of uh, muscle. We've got plenty of money. We just don't have a lot of uh, you know people. And Chen's like, well, I mean, credits buy muscle if you know where to look which again is something Papa should know (laughs) but you know and the episode that's where the episode ends Um, kind of hinting at the next episode which you know kind of will tie into this maybe we'll see Um, but yeah overall that is the end of episode four so uh, yeah now that we're done the synopsis uh, what did you guys think of the episode Dan let's start with you
0: Ed let's start with you all right, fuck it's me, gonna I guess. let go over Is it? Come on, hey, man. Hey, this is my show, Noma. I'm the one who runs the show. <laughs> then why are the no, notes in temple the Temple is Archives.
1: Te- isn't this Temple Archives? <laughs> it so is, it is Temple Archives. You. Technically, it's yes, your but show. Wait a minute.
0: I know, I'm just fucking with you.
1: So, Ed, what did you. Th- <laughs> oh, my God.
0: I think Ed has a. I think he, he needs to go for it. I don't know. I just feel like he has a lot to say.
2: That's fair. Um, I mean, a couple of things, first and foremost. Oh. It shows you, as for all the faults, quote unquote, that he's had so far, the fact that he's willing to go back to that site of his ultimate shame, like ru- like as soon as possible, mm. is like that determination is not going to stop him from anything. So I do believe that he'll do this whole Prime Lord thing, or Bounty Hunter Guild boss thing. I guess if that's what he's really going for. Yeah, you know. Um, I, I believe it, and I believe he'll be successful for it. It's just this matter of, like, okay, you beat the Pikes. If you do, you're just going to go after the rest, say, fuck it, it's all mine. And not have to worry about it. Because Bib Fortuna set up all these middlemen, right? Mm-hmm. Jabba didn't need them. It's just, like, do you want to keep that mistake at that yeah. point? And that like, then you can remember the fact that, oh, yeah, you say neutral, so it's cool, but now we're just going to war against you anyway. Uh, I'm hoping to see something from that. I am very surprised that he did not think of buying help because right. he was so he he was he gave her the whole speech earlier about like haven't you gotten tired of working for people who don't know it's like well you know yeah. yeah so you know that you can hire people and give them a good yeah you had the chance to do it at the end you didn't do it if I'm Fennec I'm just like hmm I, I, can you actually drop me off at this place um, the slave one that design imagine how he had to land in the in the thing right right? because getting out was such a bitch the the ceiling and be like okay am I good can I drop can I drop am I good who's on the ceiling giving you directions being like yeah just a little for nobody (laughs) right unless it had like an open entrance from there but Mm. again no it was that bottom one because everybody's every other ship is normal and well so that's a that's a design of the fire that I just don't fully understand with with
0: the with the seat
2: or yeah with that whole apparatus in the front for the cockpit it just does Mm. not make functional sense to me like if it would work if you had an open landing bay because all you have to stare at a sky but the same the same thing applies like you come into land Mm. everybody get to clear the area but if it's like imagine if you had to make an emergency landing at some busy place it's like well fuck everybody who's under me i'm dropping
1: and right? that's, yeah. And like the double weird part about it is we see in Mandalorian season two, if you're in the passenger bay, you're sitting normally like right yeah. side up. So yeah. the passengers are sitting right side up, but then, you know, the pilot and the co-pilot and tertiary seat are staring at the ceiling and have to climb up into their seats. Yeah. It's just,
0: well, you have to remember too. like, I mean, it doesn't explain that specifically, but it is a gumbo. Mm-hmm. So it's not meant to carry Stary passengers as as, yeah. as much as you think it should. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like it's meant to have two pilots. And like that's it and like yeah like yeah
1: it, oh and sorry yeah, like if we're talking legends uh material then the modifications that Django made to the fire spray were you're right adding a third seat adding a passenger bay adding a prison bay um and i think i believe he made the, the passenger bay by cutting down the cargo yeah uh because it was originally supposed to be a a, a long range patrol boat mm. um but it's just a it's still a weird thing right where it's like Cause can you ima- I was just thinking to myself as he was climbing into that. Can you imagine if you're in a hurry one day and you climb up into that seat and you try to jump into it and you miss and you just roll, like you just fall out of
2: the seat right fall all the
1: way down? down
2: yeah. Injure yourself it and climb up It again. almost
0: yeah. reminds me of like the bombers we saw in uh, The Last Jedi. Yeah. What, where like, you had to 10, climb up the ladder. Stairs, really? Yeah.
1: yeah. Ugh, just yeah. Stupid. Like, it reminds yeah, me yeah, of that, I, a little
0: I, tiny bit, but yeah, yeah. It's not as bad, I don't think.
2: Uh so yeah, there's there's constant hints of like it's promise and then just mis misstep more than mistake. Mm. And it seems like we always get one forward and one back and one forward and one back. So it feels like the series, as much as it's promising, it's not going anywhere. Mm. I've found up to this point. Yeah. Um the little the little teasers we get from other characters in the series have been great. Cause you look at, you know, the the Hut twins or the siblings. You mm. look at and the Major Domo, even, uh, for the mayor. Like, all these others, these Garza, even. Like, all these mm. characters have these amazing little pieces that, like, show you the kind of character they are. Mm. And this isn't a hit against Boba. It's just, like, we don't know what you really are now. Mm. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not saying that's a good thing. Like, we knew how you used to be in your bouncing Hunter days. This is different. You're not doing that as much anymore. So it's just, like, so what what are you trying to be? Are you trying to be? Are you trying to find, like you've kind of found yourself with this, the sand people, but then that got taken away really quickly. Yeah. So then it's almost just like you're trying to take that, your past, and something else and meld the three together. Yeah, to he wants to create something thing. that can but
0: support other people, but it, also not. Himself. Yeah, himself and other people and also not screw over the people that are supporting him. Exactly. In terms of like Which, the other, the other it's, it's stuff. Yeah, no, it definitely. It is,
2: but it's just like, it feels like the RPG of like, you know, it's between first and second act and you're still trying mm-hmm. to figure out what you can, like, what your class is, what your skills are, everything yeah. like that. Because it seems like he's just got a whole overhaul, right? Yep. Like, not for, like forgetting how to use your jetpack, for example. <laughs> oh, no, I'm surrounded by people.
1: If only right. I could get vertical. Yeah. Right. But, so, or oh no, like, yeah, the major getting away. If only I could chase him with some cor- with some type of propulsion device. And
0: you see how fast that is to get across Moss Eisley because we use it yeah. in Battlefront 2, and you can get from like one yeah. end to the other in like ten seconds. Man, yeah.
2: the, you don't even have. You just need to get to a roof, then you can run. Look at what Fennec
0: did. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. And she didn't have one. Yeah,
0: I know she's. To like be fair, she's not really armor. wearing armor. She's <laughs> just wearing like a a tunic.
2: Still, yeah. um, best guard. It's depending on the what would you have anyway because there's different classes of armor for it too he's wearing like a light armor anyway yeah because yeah. at least this was a legend thing like you know you have your ones like din and him who have like a lightish armor you have like the like what we saw like Sabine's wearing like a medium almost mm. right because she got jetpack Beck and is full but they're still out there. then you have somebody like uh in the mandalorian that huge tank guy
0: yeah, I past. consider...
2: yeah, oh, past Vizsla, Viz- yeah. Vizsla. Vizsla, yeah. I consider that. Have you seen how
0: these that? Mm. that thing is? Like, I love how he's played by... Big. Sorry, I love how he's played by Jon Favreau. John Favreau. yeah, yeah, because oh, he played he, is, he played okay. in yeah. the Clone Wars, and it's like that's awesome how he plays the descendant uh... as well. Yeah, he he's just he's stealing as many Visla slots as he can, and I don't <laughs> mind. I think he has a thing for like the Mandalorians, but specifically for the Vizla clan. The like I think he really yeah, enjoys yeah. it. Well, yeah, well, because if you Vizla. see what the
1: Viz, yeah, if you look at what the Vizlas were before, he is elevated. It's kind of like with Boba Fett; he's elevated them to not being monsters yeah. anymore. Because uh, what was what was Our- uh. No, no, no. Uh, open seasons. Uh, Ed, what was the original Vizsla's name that uh, Jaster fights? Oh, I'm not sure. I can't yeah. remember because that like guy's a monster. That. <laughs> Is he? I <laughs> got guy, that guy's a long-haired asshole. <laughs> um, yeah, the original. The original deathlock Yeah, yeah. The original. So uh, he, he was be... mon.
2: Like Monstro was the second
1: for him, pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah. Montross was the Montross, yeah, was... Sorry, monster. No, that's okay. <laughs> the
2: fucking.
1: <girl. laughs> but, Same but yeah, so. For for those who don't know, old uh, legacy Death Watch, where basically there were two groups of Death Watch. There were the sorry, there were two groups of Mandalorians. On um, there, yeah, on Concord Dawn, uh, and kind of on Mandalore, but yeah, mostly Concord Dawn. There were the I I don't like the name for them, but they they were basically called the Super Commandos, yeah. um, which was Boba and Django and Jaster's Mandalorians. Where it's hey, we're just the best goddamn mercenaries in the galaxy. Like we are we are ace tier premium. That's all we are, though. Like we're not the old days. And Death Watch was like, no, we're gonna go back to the old Republic. We're gonna create this Death Empire. And we're gonna take over everybody again. That's yeah. kind of what um,
0: the new Death Watch is. Like they are like old yes, school but, Mandalore. Yeah. But the process
1: was much more brutal because yeah. Death Watch in Clone Wars tried to still play themselves off as as the heroes, uh, old Republic the, heroes. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um, right. Jango's first encounter with Death Watch is when they raid his murderous. farm, kill his whole family, and burn his house to the ground. Yeah. Yeah, just, just out for war, out for blood. Yeah. That's what.
0: That's how it kind of starts. Yeah, it's opposite yeah. of what like Din Even, went through in the Mandalorian. Exactly. Yeah.
1: It, yeah, it Basically, imagine what Din went through, except it wasn't battle droids. It was the Death Watch, um, and like this is their own people. It's Concord Dawn, mm. and they're still doing this. And so he's he's rescued by. Uh, Jaston Muriel's super commandos and then that's when he starts working with them but yeah no it's just it's interesting and honestly I don't mind the change it was jarring at first for me because I'm so used to hating Death Watch with every fiber of my being yeah. watching them go to kind of like more noble raiders was interesting. Um, except I'm, it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> fun at all yeah yeah exactly right and then we kind of see what it's really about I'm like oh okay yeah so that's uh, it was good to have that nervy feeling I was like I don't yeah, trust yeah. you
2: and it's like oh, well you were right not
1: to yeah. <laughs> and the, the moment where I'm like oh I was correct is when <laughs> when Vizlo walks past that one failure <laughs> like, oh, okay. yeah okay <laughs> normal death watch it's all good
0: <laughs> cut damn. Uh, but yeah yeah sorry. So this is what's interesting
2: though and this is why like from both series of Boba Fett and Mandalorian, I've been screaming for just to give, you need to give history. You need to give lore because it is really interesting and people should know because yeah. every anytime you mention Star Wars, everybody thinks lightsabers and Empire and Sith yeah. and Jedi and, and Rebel It's just like, no. Like, there's so many more like things in there that are very interesting things you got to know. Mandalorians are one of the biggest ones and think, they had such an influence on the history. It's just like, how could you leave them out?
0: Yeah, I think the biggest thing here is like, we knew that we we're going to get the underworld of Star Wars in these shows, like the Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett. But I don't yeah. think we realized how it was going to, like, they're introducing it and they're trying to change it at the same time. Which to yeah. us is a little different, right? Because they're it's not like, oh, here's the underworld and this is what it's like. And then for like one or two seasons, it's like that. Mm. It's essentially like, this is how it is. And this is why we're changing it at the same time. And like, if you have to reconcile can. with both things how it was and how it is going to be from now on
2: if i could amend that for a bit at the same time we got to keep our feet on the ground here remember that even if it is changing to some extent this is only going to change on Tatooine if we go to some place
0: like Nar Shaddaa or or anything like that mm-mm. depends on how big the empire gets with like with Boba right like if he can make contacts and like win over all of these different syndicates oh i'm and... not saying he won't make contacts but like for what
2: he wants to do Versus what the rest of the underworld like. You think the spice traders is going to give a damn what Boba Fett thinks? Oh no, definitely. Oh, he not. might come after them. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like the rest of it, he'll create this nice little safe haven, almost like a Mandalorian Tatooine for bounty hunters. Yeah, right. But then, as the soon as underworld. they go out there, it's just like, all right, you got to know what you're going to deal with too. So well, yeah. here, you can get better trained, better equipped, better whatever, a place to call your own. But then once you head out there and you're on the job, like that's it. Like you need to call backup, maybe. But yeah, like I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. But I think like it's gonna be like a it's like the Jedi Temple for them at this point. Yeah. Mm. The the
1: farthest I could see Boba going is, well, especially because they're and I get that it's Disney, but they're taking such a light hand with all of the criminal empires. Like it's always yeah. here are bad guy. What are they about? Man, we don't want to things. That. Yeah, yeah what do they do <laughs> the evil thing like what is the whole it's history? hard to get us grasp on
2: how.
0: Yeah, i mean we did we did see in solo like they did like they did show the spice mines of kessel which yeah
1: sure but like what how much do we know about crimson dawn outside of them being a gang that is evil and yeah. Fred and voss and they do bad things
0: yeah yeah that's fair
1: and kira right um it's just, it's very general. So because of how general it is, the most I could see Boba Fett doing, and I feel like it might end up going this way, is mm-hmm. him becoming the equivalent of talent Card. Um, yeah, legacy. nice, yeah. For, so for those who don't know, Talent card is a smuggler in uh, Expanded Universe who uh, ends up putting together a smuggler's alliance, basically, mm. right? with the wild card, which is one of my favorite ships in the world, you yes. know it's a janky piece of garbage. The wild card is a looted Star Destroyer. Oh, really? Barely, it, it runs at like 15% efficiency because they just do not have anywhere near the manpower to actually be able to use a Star Destroyer. But they're like, cool, look what we got. It yeah. Find- that's all it is. It's, it's just intimidating body.
0: until yeah. the, the people know that it's 15% capacity. Oh,
2: well, that's Talon yeah. Card, right? He's yeah. got two dogs with him at all times. I don't know well. much about Talon like,
0: Card. I just know he's a person. Oh, he,
2: amazing. And then you, you should hear his voice. That he's Because I think Mark Thompson What's does he the from? audiobooks for him as well.
0: It, uh, Heir to the Empire, but like the original yeah. ones. Oh, like the Eternal Thrawn stuff. Mm. Yeah.
2: And he's Is he just a smuggler? Amazing.
0: Yes.
1: He's
2: a smuggler.
0: over there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, though. He's got that, like, nice little, like, Mediterranean accent, and then you look at him, and he looks like an American biker.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> love it.
1: Yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, he either looks like an American biker, or he also looks like Dave Grohl was transported into the Star Wars universe. I love that. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, but yeah is really cool. He, he's very charismatic. Um, he's basically, he's, he's kind of similar to Han Solo, except... He's
2: like Han Solo, who stayed for himself and didn't like fall with the, with the Republic and be like, Yeah, you know, we gotta help people. Or not. You know, he stayed like, yeah. No, we're doing this, for getting the money, we're out.
0: Yeah. He's an actual smuggler scoundrel kind of character.
1: Yeah, because yeah. the, the whole thing with his, his arcs is it like, you know, he's, he kind of helps out Imperial Remnant and then it like helps out the New Republic a lot. And he's like, Look, as long as there's credits,
0: he doesn't have the heart of gold
1: yeah he he's a little bit more like dash rendar e where he's just like yeah no i'll help i'll do i'll do what needs to be done i am not getting tied down though i'm leaving right afterwards yeah i'm getting paid and i'm leaving quick... i'm out of here yeah in, in my big flashy totally not garbage ship uh <laughs> they my... tried to make
2: him an eight with that guy uh, with benedicio del toro remember mm-hmm. his character they <laughs> yeah. tried to do something like that but he was too like so yeah but then fuck you no no that's not what oh
0: you mean in last jedi yeah, that was as yeah. close as they got DJ, to, do, DJ, to, yeah.
2: Yeah, to bringing somebody in like that. So. Yeah,
1: and he doesn't have a stupid name. <laughs> uh, but uh, don't join, really?
0: Wait, that's his but, name?
1: Well, that's what it's supposed to stand for. Right? Or at least that's what, like, the, the like... Where the hell um, did you learn that? Uh, just internet rumors swirling around. So I don't oh, know if it's legit, okay, but okay. that's why it's DJ. Oh, don't join, don't trust it. So, fuck off. <laughs> um, yeah, anyways, uh terrible shit aside, yeah, talent card's really cool. But like I was saying, I could kind of see Boba Fett doing that same kind of thing where it's like, Yes, we're like half a criminal organization, but we're really like Ed was saying, we're recreating the Bounty Hunters sure. Guild or like Bounty Hunters Alliance or something like that. Um, just bringing all these disparate parts to be like, Yeah, we do the jobs that no one else wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, make their own weird bad batch. Uh but yeah, like that's kind of the direction I can see them pushing Boba in since they seem to really not want to even touch anything to do with crime. Um, Yeah. Sorry. I think I kind of usurped your point there, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no. I just got an email.
2: Um, Yeah, no, but even, even with all this stuff, like I expect him. Yeah. I still expect him to be successful. All that. The only thing I want from the series now is that, okay, we have our target I guess for the remainder of the season, Mm. in the pikes, we need a plan. We need to recruit. We need some sort of stage because I can't imagine him fighting through the street unless he's doing it for the show and he's doing it to show, oh, Mm. this is why I can defend you. Then you have to kind of do it in the streets of mostly there in Uh, Moscow, Espa, right? So they they have to do it in the streets of there and then then what right like mm. n- nobody everybody's thinking this like oh yeah once she does it everybody will be like yeah but like mm, hates the pikes anyway and he was just like oh, okay well, i guess you're the better of the options it's not i can't see him winning respect that way so i think i think mm. at the end of it like with because you know how fennec has like ten thousand gadgets in her in her fucking gun right
1: mm-hmm. yeah, and oh, yeah. yeah
2: it's gonna be like so all those bosses who showed up to the to the meal i can imagine her like Placing, like, a small tracker on all of them. Okay, where's your base? Where's your base? Where's your base? Mm-hmm. And then, so the thing with the pikes is that everybody's just like, eh, you know, thanks. We're like, we saw it first. He's like, oh, you don't? What if I get rid of the other crimes for you? Well, you can do that. Beep. Fennec, do it. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> all their bases gone. It's like, you trust me now? It's that easy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sweet. Like, that's the, that's the, like, cherry on top of the big show. Mm-hmm. It's a wild prediction, but... I'd love something like that because then he gets rid of all his problems in one fell swoop. He mm. can set up good things for like Tuscans. If he meets them, like we're seen before, like, you know, if he wants to introduce some kind of like clean trade and some no fire zones or whatever mm-hmm. and have them trade or something like well, that. Cause like,
0: yeah, if like, uh, at the end of this episode, we get, um, when Boba's out on like the balcony area, mm. we do get like, I don't know if you noticed, like the theme at the end was the Mando theme, kind of mixed with the Boba Fett theme. Yeah. So it's like, mm. okay, yeah, I think definitely like Mando's coming in at some point into this. So like Mando does know the Tuscan Raider tribe that he helped out to get Boba's armor mm. with the crate dragon. So maybe he'll introduce him to them if he comes in. It's possible. That's true. You know? I and,
1: mean they yeah, they've already got that ceasefire with Moss. I can't I can never remember if it's Moss Pila or Moss Belago. I think it was Moss Pila. Pila, I think it was, yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I think that definitely could be an option too. Mm. Um, Ed, what did you think of the black chrysanthemum stuff? I feel like it, Garza was down your, it, was, it was definitely up your alley.
2: Garza pushed her luck. She she had it <laughs> for a bit. And mm. it was just like, you, you felt when she had gone over, you could just feel it. It was just like, mm. you have it, you have it, you have it. Stop talking. Too stop, much. Yeah. Stop yeah. too much. Right there. And then, especially when it's like, okay, and... Like, Oh, and then it's like, so I'm not worried about you per se because I just said your debt will be cleared. it's mm-hmm. like, I'm worried about what you'll do and then what I'll have to do. And I was like, so you don't really give a fuck. You just don't want me to do this here? Yeah, I won't kill him. <laughs> I'll still tear an arm off though because fuck you think you can yeah. talk to me like that if I'm this big ass gladiator like you claim. Like it's like, it's spinning everything she just said back yeah. at her and be like, you, you had the perfect chance to stop and you didn't and you ruined it for yourself and he mm-hmm. made you know. And then that little like, like the big flip off at the end to pay the debt anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. And and I Beautiful. was like, as yeah, as soon as she was like, I'll clear it. I was like, Oh no, no, no. But you just, you like you say like, look, put them down, get you a nice drink. I I some give some charity. Yeah, and, exactly. Know? Not a, now you owe me for yeah. resolving this like that's yeah that was the point where I was like oh no all right <laughs> all right. so right there but the whole pre preamble
2: to that when he's like taking the drinks and just completely missing his mouth at one point it's <laughs> all over his fur yeah. and it's like oh I, I just wanted to see how he was going to do it, because the gauntlet, the fucking knuckles were going off, crackling, mm. crackling. I was just like, what happens if you electrocute yourself because you're
1: holding it in the drink, and then it goes off, right? Oh, oh, please, come on. <laughs> we all know that Chris Anton's edgy enough that he'd be like, yeah, now I can feel something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, but, like, it's just that, you know, outside of video games, I understand how hard it can be to, like, get a mold for, like, a scary-looking trendoshin and even (laughs) even in rebels and clone wars they still look like shit but you see something like um the old republic they actually don't look too bad in that so Mm. i keep and then if you hear about them in legends and stuff like that like you hear about score and all that their home planet Mm. and and like the 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 monsters that are on there who look like just gigantic alligators at that point still on all fours it's just like well like these things should be terrifying and then you see them you're just like Really? Okay. Yeah. It's gecko things. Yeah, okay. yeah
1: it's different than frog people, right? So, <laughs> it's this sliding scale, especially with score, because I think we were talking about it in the comic. It's this sliding scale between like Godzilla and gecko. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's infuriating because they're supposed to fight each other, like they they mm-hmm. hate each other to death, right? So it's just like you know, you see oh, Wookiee. Sorry, for the- those
1: who don't know, yeah, Ed's talking about Wookiees and Trandoshans, not yeah. all, just all Trandoshans. Yeah,
2: and it's just like. You see how a Wookiee could fight and fight three of them, by the way. But yet mm-hmm. they're supposed to be mortal and he's trade He's Like, how is one Trandoshan supposed to go with this one Wookiee like Santa like that? But like, all of them are mm-hmm. pretty much his height? He might have like a lot of battle experience, but like any of them. They have Wookiees have claws. You mm-hmm. know, you don't really see it in um in the movies and shows because, you know, they're not supposed to whip them up because that would make them savages, like the Trandoshans. Mm-hmm. But you know. If they had to, because those guys have scales, they would, right? So it's like, how are they supposed to fight back? Especially when these guys who haven't really gotten drunk or anything, he's just been winning. In that mm-hmm. um, I guess it was Sabak they were playing like crazy, and he's just tossing them around like teddy bears. Like it was, it's yeah. sad, right? And it doesn't show you the real impact of why he hates them so much, other than like, oh, yeah, these are not the
0: Trandoshans that are like the hunters. These are the ones that are just like they're the just, the bureaucratic. Trandoshans of that tribe of Trandoshans, you see, right?
2: I, I was gonna call that fair, but I think about that. Imagine if you went to Sheik and you see all these towering, gigantic fucking <laughs> Goldilocks and the Three Bears, don't even fuck with us, kind of thing, right? Like you see them, and even if the old one who's supposed to be tending to the trees and you went up and kicked him in the shin, you get volleyed, you get thrown, you get tossed. These guys, you can go up to one of them and punch them in the face, be like, yeah, what are you gonna do? That's what yeah, that's true. what I mean. Like,
1: the Cause, cause you look it, at, it, Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say yeah, because you because like a good example of that is you look at like Bosk, yeah, who is supposed to be able to just like walk through Wookies, and he's just like the scourge of of Kashyyyk, right? Not really? But yeah, you, it's like you look at him compared to Chrysanthem, and it's like I I already know who I'm putting money on. Like, how do you? Yeah, exactly. Unless you're using like a disruptor rifle, like, I, how are you, you? Yeah,
2: if it was just bare knuckle. And yep. I, I know he's like, but like Trendos is supposed to be big too. That's when you look at like somebody like Kaizen when you're in mm-hmm. the consular and you have that. I, I would, I, it would be a fair fight because mm-hmm. I honestly wouldn't know. But they're not portrayed in that kind of way. And I don't
0: know if that's just due to like design or budget. Or whatever I think might these Trendosians were not like the, the the fighting type though. Like I I understand what no, you're saying. No, I know of... what you're saying. Yeah. But
2: my 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 point is that intrinsically they should all they come from a planet where they're all designed to hunt. Mm, that's they're true. All designed to fight. So even if you were to use that as a like, think of the lady that was helping out the Bad Batch, right? Even she didn't look moderately dangerous at all, and they <laughs> should because they're 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 carnivorous animals. Mm-hmm. As a carnivorous animal, you're supposed to have all these. Here, hang on, sorry. I know perfect example here.
1: <laughs> Ziggy the ba- bearded yeah, dragon right? over here. Look,
0: look at these dragons. claws. I mean, look they had dragons. claws. They just didn't use them very much because yes. they were getting but, thrown like, around.
1: It, it's it's just like a threat level thing, right? Because yeah. exactly. like if, if if I look at a Trandoshan and a night. human, and th- if I if I watch a Trandoshan and a human go toe to toe, I feel like the, the either side has an equal chance. It shouldn't be though. Should it should it should look like the Trandoshan is going to obliterate the human. Mm. Exactly. That's that's like, all I'm trying to get at.
0: Yeah. I I, so, I agree with you completely. I think um, I think they just missed the
2: notes and the design there. And they will eventually people.
0: We'll eventually see Trandoshans like bosk come back and oh. actually like give people a run for their money. I just don't think it's yet.
2: I hope so. It's, All I want to see is one that's on the level of Crissant and they'd be like, mm. no, would, be would be like, no, this is what is there. I hope not. I hope they I hope they really bring somebody new okay. who's just mm. like who they can actually design like a whole thing around. And yeah, shows why, like, you know, nobody can mess with them or there's a bunch of pirates like them or, like, they're just out hunting hmm. people and stuff.
1: Yeah, because um, it is it is a small thing for that scene, but if, like, one or two of the Trandoshans had gotten, like, one hit in... Yeah. And it, 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 had, it had shown... Because it's the same thing... Uh, I, I can't remember. What fight were we talking about? Where, oh, Chrysanthemum versus the mods. Yeah. yeah. It's that same thing, where it's like if Chrysanthemum had gotten a couple of hits in on the mods it would have made him look more threatening. Same thing with this. If we'd at least gotten the Trandoshans one or two hits in, and it's like clear that it didn't hurt Kursantin because he's such a goddamn unit, but it's clear there's power behind it, right? You see, the sad thing is that there was at the end when one of them
2: grabbed like the drink or the chair, Yeah, yeah. Smacked him on him the back of the and head
0: he, with it. Yeah, and he was just like, the fuck you what
2: want? You doing? Like, that was just sad at that mm. point. It's just like, where's this Trandoshan fucking fight and this scary and yeah. all? Well, you well, yeah. man. Well, yeah. I, I know it's a small point to harp on, but for something that's so big in the lore and mm. for a for a whole race that's just been poorly... Represented? Yeah.
0: And portrayed? Yeah, I get you.
2: Poorly mm. portrayed. It's just like... I want to see a scary one. One that'll give me... Like, people... Nobody's having nightmares about Wookiees. Apparently, they're all having like fucking <laughs> wet dreams. <about> apparently, <laughs> yeah. right? But like <laughs> know, you though. should be. You should have a nightmare about a Trend Ocean coming after you. Like mm. that's that's the level I expect. You know so, why?
0: The, I think I talked about this with with you guys before. But the reason the reason why this scene happened specifically, like why um, is it Garza Flip? Flip. Mm, yeah. Why she went up and she was like. You're the gladiator, like you went through all that and like and gave us back to her because, a, like, it's in the yeah, comic people character. Of,
1: yeah, 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 people outside of, of the lore don't. And like that part's fine, like, we I like, like
0: the,
1: Well, yeah, the only thing that me and Ed were saying about that one was you can tell when she goes too far, right? yes, mm-hmm. if yeah. you know Chrysanthemum, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that part was it's it's the fight itself, right? Yeah, it so just it's kinda, just eh, yeah. yeah.
0: but it, it was interesting, yeah, but no, I, I like finally Chrysanthemum got a win, though,
1: like that's the thing that we needed with him. And now we might get more because now he's a good guy. Yeah. So now that, he's allowed to
2: That was it. Every, 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 every like bad character turn is good. Needs that last chance to show up. their like over limit power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that when they join the good guys and they get severely nerfed, it's just like, well, remember that one time I Henry took on these guy's, guys' arm off. The bar yeah, yeah. And I ripped it's... his arm off. Don't fuck with me. Cause I might do the same thing. Just like, you yeah. won't be able to. You're what's, you
1: can't. What's the meme? The, when you fight the boss versus when the boss is on your side. The party? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 God, if he turns into the, the wharf of this show, I'm just going to actually be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Please, what, no. What did you guys I think? I want
2: these guys to be sent off on, like, Fennec gets sent off on one thing to do, Chris gets sent off on one thing to do, mm. you know, and they're all successful at this point. And you can show, that's where you can show the little snippets of like Fennec be like, yeah, I still got it. Chris mm. be like, <laughs> Mitch, I'm always going to have too. it.
1: <laughs> You know, you know what would be amazing? This is now a theory crafting, it. but you know what would be amazing? Cause, uh, we talked about in episode two, uh, you know, kind of these Mandalorian-centric shows being central to bringing Dirge back. I Ooh. would love a scene where fucking, yeah, Dirge, like, Din goes up against Dirge, Dirge just fucking bodies him. Boba goes up against Dirge, same thing. Bo goes up against Fennec. Mm-hmm. Like, none of them could put a scratch on him. Who's the only person who can who can go toe-to-toe with him for a bit? Chrysanthemum, because he's got that muscle. Just to hold him off, yeah. Yeah. Just what, like a slugfest between Durge and Chrysanthem would be. He's gonna rip Durge's beautiful. arm
2: off. Yeah, and, and it will God. God. <laughs> you know, come funny. back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the piccolo of the
0: universe, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it just, yeah, it comes back. Yeah, it's yeah, because yeah, but
1: the te- uh, know, what's it called? Team Four Star, the Dragon Ball of Bridge thing, where it's Frieza ripping off Nail's arm over and over again. How many arms do you think we're at now? I think <laughs> we're at twenty nine. <laughs> <And it's> like-
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing with the Trend Ocean too. Is like he'll grow his arm back.
1: Yeah, there's just looks yeah. hilarious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because it's going to be very slow. It's like, it's like Deadpool arm, basically. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. It's like, You got a baby arm? You got a
1: baby arm. Yeah. Also a, that's also that's a movie only thing. Cause yeah. I, I won't get into a Deadpool tangent, though, but
0: I know. Yeah. That it Deadpool's was funny in the Marvel movie, though. I love that. Yeah,
1: yeah. it. Yeah, um, it, yeah. It's
0: done very well. In that's the, Slave One with the revenge on the biker gang. Oh, my God. That was. We, we needed <laughs> so that. Cathartic. We needed to see Boba oh, in the Slave God. One just tearing shit apart. That was so good.
2: Every impact, like, hit you. You felt in the chest, you know? Like,
0: coming up behind them. Because he shoots before he hits them. Give them a little bit of a warning shot. And it was just like, you're done. You're done.
2: I can't imagine if you looked up just for that scene on YouTube now. How how
1: many hits it probably had. Oh, (laughs) my God. Yeah, that was good. I, I have never... As far as I can remember, I have never cackled madly while watching a Star Wars scene. And I was watching that being like, yes, <laughs> just <laughs> you guys are all so fucked. Yeah. And then was that proton torpedo really? at the end. As oh, far as man. I can remember, like there might've been one or two, uh, no, actually, you know what? Maul's, Maul's hallway rampage. In that was good too.
0: Seven.
1: Yeah. I, well, no, but then even then it wasn't cackling madly. It was me being like, oh my God, this man's he a monster. Is star, he is star killer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just I was I, I was enjoying that so much. I don't know what it like, is about
0: hallways and Sith lords, but holy shit! Oh, it's always a- just wreck. They just, rec- well, I mean, they just rec- hallways was, are
1: made for Sith lords. Yeah,
0: I'm talking about. Yeah. It. there's no. <laughs> they escape.
2: walk down them. They yeah. appear but, in them. Everything has to be 100
1: percent edge or no. Yeah. It's it's that it's the the beautiful Vader line that a lot of people don't know because it's from the comics. But all I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men. Yeah. And in a hallway, you got nowhere
0: to run. Yeah. <laughs> Except for back, and then you're dead. Yeah back or forwards which for for
2: a a side that needs tunnel vision to just to exude all its power and you are (laughs) in a tunnel yeah Yeah.
0: just quickly on that darth maul scene that part when he like like slices the guy's head off with a metal like piece of the frame because he has no Mm. lightsaber at that point yeah oh my god where he uses the force to his like oh it was so good so good so the best
2: good. part is that it's Starkiller's voice doing it. So we yeah. get like a yeah. little homage, right? You, if, you,
0: if you don't know what we're talking about, go watch season seven, final season of Clone Wars se- uh, yeah. series. And we did a uh, final episode on that too. If you want to go take a look, mm. we did. A- and
1: then go then go. watch the Force Unleashed if you haven't played that game.
2: Well, that's Sam, the Starkiller. There's a video of Sam Witwer actually playing through the Force Unleashed. Ooh, perfect. Oh, perfect. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah, on the stream,
0: on Twitch, yeah. Yeah. yeah um some other things that i wanted to come bring up a little bit the fennec and boba relationship in terms Mm. of her i guess coming to terms of like she saved he saved her and he didn't Mm. need to but he did anyway and he thinks that she's you know she has use for him or he has use for her sorry and Mm -hmm. that she has this respect for him for doing that um i feel like that's why she stuck around because it He had a point. She also
2: has her freedom. Yeah,
0: that's the Mm -hmm. thing. Like, he'll let her go go anytime. He's not going to screw her over, and he's going to give her good jobs that are actually meaningful in terms of her skill set.
1: Yeah, we do get a little bit of a, like, it's the smallest of smallest, I think, um, plot retcons. Mm -hmm. Because something that stuck out to me when when I realized, you know, Boba said, like, yeah, or, you know, they confirm, like, my debt's paid? Yeah, your debt's paid. Because when Fennec is talking to Mando in season two, she says that she owes Boba a life debt and Saving, yep. now so, it's guy, hmm? yeah, yeah. He found, yeah, so, when you he found her, right? Yeah, so she says, like, I owe Boba a life debt, like, that's why I'm working with him, but now we know that at this point already, Boba had said that she didn't know him. Yeah. Um, so, so from his
2: point of view, she doesn't know him, but from her point of view, it's just like, nah, this guy, like, I would be dead if not for him. So mm-hmm. regardless of what he says, like, I am here for the long run. Kind yeah. Of yeah, and, and, and that's why like, like that's oh, yeah, sorry.
1: Cool. Yeah, exactly. and that's why I said, like, it's it's a very small like plot kind of retcon because it makes it sound like they've had this established thing and now it turns out eh, not quite but yeah exactly you can like you can just shift it slightly like ed said to just say it's like fennec still thinks that yeah um because like every wookiee who i've seen put a life that for
2: it's it's just like i can i can imagine han being like the jewish just like no you're my friend like i i do that for anybody oh you mm-hmm. say life that now it's like what <laughs> fuck Right, like yeah. I can see that anybody on that side, be like, god damn it. I mean, I'm responsible for you now,
1: yeah. Right, <laughs> I mean, look, as long as Fennec doesn't take the Hanhar route of life debt, then we're all good. <laughs> <laughs> Koto 2 reference, sorry, <laughs> life debt, life
0: debt. The silent, the Sarlacc pit scene was oh man, that was. Something that we needed to see. Sorry, b-
1: before we swap to that scene, right. uh, one other thing I just want to touch on because I kind of skipped it in the synopsis. But yeah. um, something else that I thought was really interesting is when they're talking. Um, it's 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 presented in a weird way, but the thing where Boba's basically saying because when he tries to convince Fennec after Fennec's like, no, 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 I'm a I'm a contractor. I don't work with people. Um, Fet, the way Fett tries to reel her in is by saying like, oh, but I can provide loyalty, something I you've never had before, and. Um, Fennec immediately responds with like, oh my God, the Tuskins made you soft. And so I was like, oh, okay. So she doesn't buy that. That's fine. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a concept that if you're that jaded, I expect you to be like, ah, eh, loyalty. That's a, that's a scam. But yeah. then there's not really kind of like a moment where she then switches sides to, to then be on board with him. It's just all of a sudden when they're on slave one, I mean, maybe I'm forgetting something, but it's, no, it just you're feels right. like when they're on slave one, she just is like, Ah, oh, you know what? Actually, yeah, I'm you know hundred percent down for this.
2: I, I i can see that and it's just like what she got going on the her exactly like where's right? she gonna
0: go yeah right so
2: it's like until i feel like there'll be a trying moment in one of these things where she'll call him on it probably you know the pikes will have her like kind of pinned down and she'll be like so uh, that loyalty shit eh? and he'll like, <laughs> I'll be right there rather than yeah. like ah fuck you anybody else be like yeah you're on your own
0: I mean, it was like, just... oh,
2: what was that bang bang okay you're safe
1: it like all i would have preferred and again i'm not trying to tell the people who are making boba boba how to do their jobs John but I mean, listen. <laughs> <laughs> if there had just been like yeah. a five second scene where it's just like when boba's getting onto slave one fennec just like pulls out a comic or something and like looks up her bounty and just seeing it
0: being like oh god um well she knows because she was on the run with i get like from mando and the other guy right so she knows yeah, just, she has just, a really big bounty. Just the scene to kind of like reinforce like Meh, maybe being on my Your own is not the best yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Cuz then it doesn't seem like such a random snap. Yeah, that, no just, I get you. It just yeah. it
0: just make it more natural.
1: Yeah, just something something tiny. Star- uh, that, that's Fancy. all.
0: Yeah. That's all but... <laughs> No, I mean the uh, seismic charge and like when when the starlight it shows how intelligent the starlight is too because like it pulls the the slave one in a little closer with its, like, hmm. tentacles. So then it's, like, guns. It's uh, gunship guns. Can't shoot at it. It shoots the sand, right? I'm like, that's... I don't think it was like, yeah. I mean, you far. I
2: think it just wanted to pull the yeah, damn food, food here. Thing in. Like apparently,
0: food. there's a thing with the biology of Sarlaccs. I, I'm not sure if this is canon, but I'm pretty sure it is. Um, apparently, every time it eats something, it takes the intelligence of that creature and it, like... Absorbs it. It's so fucking weird. I swear
2: that's a legends thing. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> so I you was can, like, "What?" It the, it's what? Like no, no, because because when if their stories have been said, when you're in there, you hear voices of other things yeah. in there as well, and you oh, can't tell it's right. survivors because it takes forever to de- for them yeah. to be decomposed, right? So either you hear the voice of other surprises, or it's the Sarlacc fucking with you.
0: Yeah, and like you're becoming part good. of it, right? And like part of its like hive yeah. so mentality so you're type the thing. hive
2: mind, exactly.
0: It's so interesting. Um, I'm like, whoa, damn, that's it's terrifying. It's not interesting, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's so in, it's so terrifying that it is interesting in my mind.
1: What what scares me then is that if we think back to in season two, where we're learning that crate dragons eat Sarlaccs, yeah, it's like Jesus Christ.
0: I mean, you can tell what? the difference between size of the of and how much a dragon can swim through the sands whereas that's like a stationary and it really can't defend itself against a crate dragon from the side
2: like that baby one that we saw in mandalorian ain't no fucking way that thing's eating it i don't give a shit (laughs) it's like unless it's taking like huge bites out of it every time like some kind of
0: orca like the crate dragon you mean yeah
2: that was not a crate dragon to me i I don't know if that thing if
0: that thing came at that sarlacc pit it would destroy it from underneath him this is what we saw
1: <laughs> in
2: season yeah, two. Dragon. Bearded bearded dragon. Dragon. Ziggy. We don't take offense to that.
1: gigantic bearded dragon. You're better we
2: than did that, Ziggy. We did not
1: see a crate dragon. <laughs> That's I mean, to be fair, one thing that we did go over in Mando season two episode was that one. there was different. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: yeah there, there's, there is a greater crate dragon that doesn't look like a weird aquatic worm.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Or aquatic serpent, but yeah, no, it is a good point. That thing again, like. And saying, unless it's taking little chunks, like chicken nugget chunks out of the Sarlacc for a couple of yeah. years. It yeah. Feels like it would take a long time. Um,
0: the, uh, the Sarlacc pit though scene. I, I don't know. I really enjoyed that. And I think it was the catharsis that Boba needed to get like that. The thing that almost killed him yeah. is now no no longer part of this universe. Like it's it's gone. Huh. Right. And that yeah. kind of gives him closure on that as a character. And I agree. for everybody else. And I feel like. The way he got sent into that was like BS in terms of like what happened with Han Solo and whatnot. Oh, like, humiliation! He is yeah, not yeah. good with people that are bl- like blinded by like a flashbang or no, by. Like Han and like,
1: Luke, he's he's oh for two. 0 for yeah, two. <laughs>
0: exactly. So it's like he needed he needed like a win, and he got his W yeah. finally.
1: Um, it, the one setup. Thing... That... Sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, um...
0: <laughs> no more than Ed.
1: Go go go. go. Sure. The setup was a little bit... I almost had a problem with it because he's like, oh, my armor's in the Sarlacc pit, and I'm like, you don't remember crawling out with your armor? But verge of death, losing your goddamn mind, passing out from dehydration. Yeah, I can understand why he... It,
0: it he was loopy as hell and exhausted. Yeah, yeah. Right?
1: and he woke up without his armor. I I can understand how something got mixed up there. Um Being dragged through the I desert. Guessed... Sorry? And being
0: dragged through the desert.
2: Well, yeah. no, by, by that point. But, like, his, his armor is supposed to be a second skin, right? So I, it, for him to feel the difference, now, I don't think he'd be able to. He'd have to look down and be like, oh, shit, where's my gauntlet? And also, like, immediately after it. they took
0: his armor, he was like, and then they just knocked him the fuck out. So, like, does he <laughs> yeah. think it's a dream? Does he he not? should not
2: have been knocked out for that long. And brain scans. That's why the back door yeah, right? is trying to mend his brain, too. Yeah. That's
1: probably why he forgot he could fly. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Right? I, f- I find it hilarious that he doesn't remember getting pistol whipped by a Jawa. Yeah. Because that's just the ultimate insult. But um, we also get a slight. I don't know if they just forgot about it, or I mean, maybe they just didn't have time to show it, but we either get a confirmation that the Slave 1's uh, body turret doesn't work anymore, or they just forgot that it exists. Yeah, so right below the cockpit, if you go back the and slave watch w- when w- Jango Fett's fighting Obi-Wan over Geonosis, um, when he's firing at the Aether Sprite, he's oh, not firing see, see. with his bottom guns, he's firing out of the center of the
0: ship. I know in the Slave 1, because I, I used to have the Lego model, like the nice one, hmm. um, and in that section on the Slave 1, the Boba Fett's version of it, it's yeah. not. It's no longer guns. It's two uh, things that have, I think, two or three proton torpedoes up in that oh, area oh, okay. now. So exactly. it might have been modded to be different because he has like afterwards. the guns at the bottom. So he might wanted to outfit it with other things, mm, or might have sense. broken. And I, and if that's the case, yeah. then
1: yeah, I can see why you don't want to launch a proton torpedo into a starlight. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you kind of want your ship to survive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, one thing, though, and I think
2: you're gonna make this point as well hmm. um with fenix many go go gadget tricks <laughs> and tips um when she sends her little probe into the palace the range hmm. on that thing is insane i love it yeah like like the yeah, fact bluetooth that you 7.5 that thing, you know <laughs> your heart diaper droid yeah like <laughs> like yeah not only that, the smart device that it is, and everything like I would have expected her to be like kind of controlling it through some kind of device, right? Mm. But what was that the scope outfit. of her,
0: of her rifle that it? No, looked? she
2: she was just, Jesus Christ, she was just <laughs> watching progress, right? But like, yeah, how was yeah. she watching?
0: Was it through I can't remember if it was through binoculars or through the scope of her gun that it like came up as a like a UI? You remember?
2: I um, I really don't know. I have to watch yeah, it. I'm not too sure. It could have been I the visor of her helmet too. It. I don't know. Yeah, I Maybe. can't remember. I thought she would use the visor. That that would have made the most sense to me, mm. but the fact that she sends it off and was like all right we're just gonna we're just gonna chill for 20 minutes and then come back and we're
1: gonna be ready mm. yeah so it's got oh, a, it's got okay. a smart droid brain in there and I'm the cool like, thing uh, is, is
0: as it goes out it it maps the entire palace out as well as targets mm. within the palace i'm like yeah it's, that it's is a master assassin really nice. tool yeah I did, for I did. sure
1: did. oh it's so
2: close to deus ex machina that i was just
0: like, <laughs> uh, i don't know like it makes sense like if you want to infiltrate a palace and mm. you don't know what's going on and you don't know who's there no, that is the tool it. you're gonna need. It's gotta be goddamn expensive.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know it's how it is. Detective mode, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it's 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 hacks, yeah. To, to be to it's be fair, though, it's if it's
0: gonna happen anywhere in the universe that Star Wars is in, it makes hmm. sense as like it a high tech assassin tool yeah, for sure
2: it's frustratingly believable yeah yeah
0: like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah.
2: No problem with it and it's not so much a problem it's just like you're so fucking lucky it's now, it's that, like
1: darth maul's probes, probes that he had on tatooine damn. but sure but we never see how those hunter killers work no like, they... but
0: like that's kind of like a miniaturized more advanced mm. version of it is what yeah, i saw and that was. makes sense because
1: it's been 20 something years in the future right, right like exactly. the only the only thing that i was like this almost seems a bit too far but i do buy it for star wars was the fact that it is actively tracking those people that found moving
0: yeah that was pretty cool yeah that
1: was a little bit that like how bullshit. is it still doing this even after right. it's come back but Star Wars I could Believable. see it being something where it's like oh no' I'm, I'm uh predictive algorithm yeah, with You could definitely right? do that exactly yeah something like that so my problem with it was so much more minor <laughs> yeah it was just that like as it was going through the place I was like those those eye lenses are really bright mm. like if you're supposed to be a stealth probe droid yeah, yeah. why do you have bright red lights on ha- on like half of your surface well it,
0: I don't know if you knew this but it's it's the government of the yeah, universe right? like they they, <laughs> b- they essentially have to they have a, a law that you have to pass that if you're recording you have to have a red light dude you
1: yeah, so like, yeah, I I know, you right you started that story seriously oh my god and, but it, it's one of those things where i could see that actually being the reason but it's like it, fennec how have you're you an not swapped out the lenses yeah with something that dulled it if it was yeah because that, that was the thing oh yeah sorry yeah because that was the thing i really liked with Mall's hunter killers as we mentioned no no lights on them it didn't it's whoa, just a whoa, black whoa. wall it didn't make yeah, it, like, it a, a warming noise. sound yeah but if you're you know two kilometers in the air who's gonna hear the whoop, yeah whoop, whoop, whoop. exactly
0: um, whoop, whoop. So, yeah, who's gonna
1: hear the dubstep yo but, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yo Darth maul, maul in, in here just doing, doing some dubstep like break dancing yeah, no, right well, well I mean, we've all he's well, not already bad, got but... the
2: staff freaking look at those spins
1: darth maul and fortnite when well, just, just go pull up those old Star Wars celebrations where it's that Darth Maul actor.
0: yeah, oh, doing the fucking, dancing? Yeah. Yeah,
1: breaking it down on stage. But yeah, like the, honestly, that was the only thing that, that I had a problem with where I was just like, for a stealth droid, this is far too bright to be a stealth droid. Um, but I did, you know, it was really cool. Man, I will say this episode has <clears throat> increased my love and respect for Fennec Shand like tenfold. Oh, it's for so sure. cool to watch and- her just like be that master assassin
2: yeah especially because we it's not the first instance we've seen of her use utilizing one of the many sets of skills she has Mm -hmm. because like we've seen it in bad batch we've seen it in Mm. previous mando episodes we've seen it in previous things from both that like we've seen her work so we know she's good Mm. it's just that this is the more technical side of stuff where she's just like yeah we're not doing anything yet but like this is how i get into places how I scope them up and how I do my job so well
1: through half of it like, exactly. It's that it's that to take a page out of Swotor. It's that operator side of Fennec that I, I yeah. just like. I love because we've seen the assassin side. We've seen how much of a of you know death on two legs she is, and I love it. But being able to just watch the tools of the trade because the plasma torch too. Yeah, she yeah. just open the grate and then just decapitate the knife droid. I was like, oh, <sighs> so good.
0: And she comes up. She, she comes it out it. of nowhere and just like cuts. Yeah. Its, yeah. Its, it's like uh, and, neck piece.
1: She has a stealth generator basically, Yo. right? Uh, but that's the thing. If there is any character in this universe right I now, I would have one. Yeah, that I could either see having one or that could pull off the teleports behind you, nothing personal, kid. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I it mean, is we also like. I
0: was like, you know who I would love to see you're up against? Cad Bane. We saw that already in yeah, the Clone Wars <laughs> or the Bad Batch. And I'm like, I want to see that in live action. Like that would be so cool. I, I love, love to Come back. And he's just like I've, I've been
2: humiliated by this one. <laughs> yeah. In in this in Bobo. the writings, I get fucked up by Boba. I give mm-hmm. him a dent on his armor. Ooh, I I'm wonder fine. if
0: Boba would give him a chance as a bounty hunter <laughs> to work underneath him. Hell no. It's possible. No. Boba Hell and no. Cad Bane would not mix. You
1: know, Yeah. That's completely true. different, huh? Boba from Clone he... Wars would get along with Cad Bane. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, except for the, the uh, I mean, deleted did. episodes yeah. that we've seen. But current Boba, no. Yeah
0: um any other points about this like I I feel like we covered a lot there's not much I have to add to what you guys have said um Mm -hmm. I'm happy that we got through all the flashbacks and we have kind of more we filled in all the gaps especially from the Mandalorian and like all that stuff is all filled out with Fennec Shand Mm -hmm. we know why she's there we know what they're working on we know what they're working towards um and we know that he's building up right and Mm -hmm. that he has these plans uh, and he has Slave one back and how that came about. I love the heist of that, like going into the place and working around that rabbit droid. I looked it up. It's a Lep servant droid, I think okay. is what it's called. And it's technically, there's. it actually is called a My rabbit droid. Um, and huh. oh, okay. if you remember where they're from, they're actually from the, they're servant droids for Separatists, uh, Separatist di- diplomats. Really? Anytime so you see Separatists, like like the they're the ones like walking around with the trays and stuff like that in the Clone Wars.
1: Okay, that's interesting because the, the first front. time I remember seeing them is when uh, Cad Bane takes the Senate hostage, and they're working in the maintenance.
0: It could rooms. also be it could also be there too, but that's I was just looking on the wiki on the canon section, okay. so I, maybe it's also there. Might have repurposed some of them.
1: I mean, we've seen from a different episode. I've I've got the Mandela effect with a couple of Star Wars that's things, true. so
0: it could also be that. Could be. <laughs> um, but
1: yeah, I uh, think. Other than that, like the the small Easter egg that I mean, we'd already known it from episode one, but we get a confirmation um, that the band player at the sanctuary is Max Rebo. Oh, yeah. Because Garza flip afterwards says, "Like yeah, hit it, Max." Nice. Um, but there was one other thing I had. What was it? I mentioned it during the synopsis. Um. Oh the uh, the mod parlor in oh, the flashback. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um. It's just another case of because I so there's two points I have. The first case is I really like the mod artist because I like his aesthetics because they make sense to me for what the mod gang is supposed to represent. Like he he goes into this place and the mod artist isn't rocking these like sleek new age, like top of the line cybernetics. He's he has a manipulator claw, like he's got something from like a low end droid that he's using.
0: Yeah. Right. But it's a useful tool that he can use.
1: Sure, but it's the fact that it looks janky and, and like, worn, oh, right? Oh, yeah, has sure. Got, and then when he swaps it out, he's got this, like, clunky stu- stump arm that's yeah. got the telescopic limbs and the saw blade and stuff. And I loved the look and the feel of him because it feels to me like what all the modders from last episode should have looked like. Mm-hmm. Like using droid parts that i can recognize immediately yeah or like i can see where they got the inspiration for them from and like like not having top of the line stuff because it's a mod parlour so you're just getting stuff that you can find from tatooine
2: jawas was like, are bringing you your equipment what yeah, do you think exactly, exactly right where it's like it's a, it's going to be sorry i was too far from the mic no, for that. Okay. but like yeah but that's what you that's what you want to see and honestly when they got there and look at when he modified fennec it was just like mm. everything looked polished from that point but like at the same time i can see like is he the only one is like is he the only ripper doc on the on the, on the planet right or you mm. know if if the guys if there's one in Moss eisley if there's one in Moss pila is it just like a normal thing or like if these guys went there and he's like all right now for either because i like you guys or you're young or whatever here's some spray paint or something go mm. nuts. Nice. Yeah. If they had done that, but again, that's the exposition we need to show that. Like exactly. they got all these rusty things and everything. they are just like, man, yeah. I want to. I want to. I'm proud of it, so I really want to make it look nice. Boom. Yeah. Cool. That's all you need. And, and, and then you, I, you show them like sanding yeah. it off or polishing, and then putting
0: or like adding a protective coating,
1: coating
2: on it. E, exactly. That yes. would make and sense.
1: Like, yeah. If, if if they had shown me when those models are coming up, like it's it's clear that the like that the girl had for like, like let's say for example the girl's got same nice shiny red chrome arm. Like it's, it looks top of the line. It looks brand new, but if I look at it, I go, that's a B one battle droids arm.
0: Yeah. See, that would make sense.
1: Like something like that, where it's like, you've taken something like that is quotes trash and then built it up to be, to look real nice. That's, That gives me such a good idea of what the modders are. Like, they might have used,
0: like, the B1 battle droid as, like, a skeleton version of what you're going to put on the outside. Because then you can see
2: how much effort and time they actually put into these things that that Mm.
1: reinforces why they believe how they believe. Yeah. Yeah. It almost seems like a religion now. Yeah, exactly. And, like, give it, like, a protocol droid hand or something. Like, you know, I can look at it and be like, oh, that's c 3 POs. And then, because is the other thing, then I buy when they tell Boba they can't afford water because there's no – they don't have a job. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you just got a random thing that doesn't even look like it came from a droid it's like okay how did you afford this if you yeah. literally can't survive yeah but yeah if it's if it's upscaled you know low-end stuff or old stuff yeah then it makes a lot more sense the only other thing that kind of bugged me was and this wasn't until actually after the episode mm-hmm. but I noticed that for this episode there were a lot of posters or like like kind of like um I thought it was a lot of likes sorry. Billboards or kind of, yeah, just, you know, um, promotional posters of the mod artist. And I was l- thinking to myself, why are you on a poster? Because I like your character. I don't know any, th- I don't even know your name by the end of it. I still like, don't know his name. Yeah, part for
2: the course. That's part yeah, for the course. Kind of, right? The only thing that will redeem this is if, like, in coming episodes when they're prepping and doing all this, like, okay, we got to get ready. And they're actively working on these things. And you got to strip off some layers. And then you can see like the skeleton of it that makes it mm. look that way. And he's just like, man, I can't get this to work. Like, help me out. It's like, Oh, you got to go back to what's his face. Ripper. Yeah, yeah. And then, then we can really show Like, there's still time to save all I can that. Also,
0: I can also see like Boba having him in the palace as like, he works for me now.
2: No, nah, oh, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. You
0: don't think so? Oh Yeah.
2: You know. I don't think he'd do that at the same point where it's like the Tuskins are free. These guys are free. Why am I going to bring them in as some kind of a Well, just I don't to, to need... do ma- like maintenance on the, on
0: the modders, right? Nah, that's the only reason. Nah,
2: he'll just send them to him whenever. He'll have a good relationship. Yeah, maybe. And probably pay him well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I see no reason for him
0: to be. He yeah, I guess it's like, it's like of Whip, right? Like You don't really you know? need to like have them in your place when you can have them at their own place yeah. making money and giving you money.
2: Exactly. Yeah. They'll just th- that's where your tribute comes from. Fair you enough. just eliminate that whole thing by having them there.
1: Yeah, I could see it going either way. I could definitely see it being, yeah, keep him at the edge of town. You know, they'll just go to him for work. I could also absolutely see Boba going up to him being like, "Hey, do you want a patron?"
0: And do you you want consistent work? That yeah, you're just gonna
1: have to move locations, and then yeah, uh, yeah, you
0: just tell me what you need,
2: we'll get it in. I mean, if he does that, but then. I could only see him doing that if it's just like okay, his his bounty hunter mm-hmm. stuff is established, and mm-hmm. now he's wondering about having like a medic on site or something if somebody comes comes back and yeah. needs like medical
0: attention, like maybe a yeah, maybe way. a modder's like Ooh. gotten real damage or something like that, or like needs another maybe. arm or, or something. Yeah.
1: The other thing I could see if they if they do want to make that uh, that mod artist more interesting is at some point going to visit him. Blah blah blah. Either have Boba bring it up or have the mod. Uh, Artist be like, "Hey, you know I do like armor and weapon mods too."
0: Yeah, be up to do. His armor. And then,
1: yeah, we can start upgrading Boba yeah. and fennec and kind of. Because he could actually get a like place that.
2: where he knows he can get replacement fucking
1: jetpack. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Him, right? Or like, or like he can yeah, just go pick those things back up. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, it would be interesting having him be like the the, the knockoff armor of yeah. Yeah. clan, right? Or yeah. Dims yeah. clan.
2: He's like, well, what do we have here? These special equipment things that I can use to f- well, best car and all that. Yeah, what do you yeah. got? Yeah. He's <laughs> hand. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, seeing, seeing certain things where it's like, hey, you know, instead of the, um, well, I mean, he's got the wrist rocket launcher already, but like, hey, the wrist rocket launcher takes a lot of uh, am- ammunition, right? if you can get me some some connections and I can get you a B2 Battle Droids arm cannon, yeah. get that in. It's just using energy packs instead, just as deadly. Stuff. Oh, like, little things so like, like that, the right?
2: way that the Mandalorians were fighting on uh, Mandalore and Concord they were flying around mm-hmm. and using yeah. their wrist
1: blasters? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's yeah just kind of like little things like that, but it's it's yeah. like the Boba Fett way where it's like, I look, I like the Mando stuff or I like Let's the Mando culture own. and all that, but I'm, I'm doing my own thing. Yeah. Because um, that's the whole, the thing that's really bugging me with the mods still, we talked about it last episode. I don't know any of their names i have no, no idea who any of these people are yeah. i was waiting for something in this episode but when yeah. it turned out it was going to be like a fennec and boba episode it was like well we're
2: not going to see them at all yeah. if you've got your two front runners really doing this now, the worst part they're, is they're we obviously. have three
0: episodes left like that's exactly we don't have a lot of time with the season like the first season and i get it because like what they do with tv shows even with disney plus and whatnot is they do what a season it's a short season usually usually mm. it's only seven six episodes mandalorian was a thing where they did eight and then did eight again um but i could definitely see them like doing this and seeing what the reaction is and if they like it then they'll continue with it um yeah. but...
2: problem is they knew there was gonna be hype there they are they already yeah. knew that was yeah. easy enough they so knew, knew that everybody was gonna watch house no matter on what the hype on there so the fact that they only kept it at eight seems very tame and almost too cautious to me. oh yeah where mm. it's just like you could have made this easily 12. Taking your time, explained a whole yeah. bunch of stuff, brought up a whole bunch of stuff, and then really get into it. And then you'd have people like, because what's that? Three
1: months of yeah. stuff. Right now we mm. have what? Barely two. Yeah. So, All right. And it's just you know a name. A name is important. Half the reason. Half the reason that I really enjoy Eighty Eight as a character is because I know his name.
0: Yeah. And Do you can then talk the about him very easily girl. instead of like that mod yeah. girl.
2: Yeah. Like if that, he, that person. The amount of times Boa says do you know who I am? Yeah. In all these episodes, <laughs> like yes, his name. And you're showing that yeah, it's his a name Walter is White. Important. Say my name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, so why wouldn't you think the same applies for
0: everybody else?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think we can round out the episode.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hum-da-dum, hum-da-dum, hum-da-dum. Welcome to the outro of the episode. Would you and yes. Ziggy like to let the listeners know how they can get in contact with us and let us know everything they know about lizards, including Cray Dragons?
2: Absolutely. Uh, if you want to contact us, that is, uh, find us over at voiceoftheforce.com, where all this following info will be on if you either can't hear me or anything like that. Uh, but our email is force at gmail.com. On social media, we've got Twitter, we've got Instagram, we're on there with the uh, with the what do we call that the tag at Voice Force Pod, and retweeting any of our tweets, posts, anything that we have on there does help with growing our listener base and is appreciated. I have so been please. getting
0: a lot better with posting on Instagram, so every time I do the Twitter post, I do the Instagram post, so okay. we are up to date on both. So don't worry nice. about uh, missing that. I did miss the elder post on Instagram after I realized that. I'm like, I can't How? I can't move the elder post back into between, yeah. so it's gonna look weird if I post it now after the book of public is yeah. out. So just look for the elder if you're looking for that.
1: <laughs> How dare you?
0: Yeah. Honestly. All of Noma's hard work down the drain. Yeah.
1: The man who tries to usurp me on Temple Archives can't God, even this can... Temple Archives.
0: <laughs> if
2: was...
1: you want to hear more of yeah. these
2: arguments, please listen, rate, <laughs> review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars in a comment does help with visibility. And if you follow or subscribe for free, you will get the latest episode as soon as it
0: releases. Thank you, Ed and as always remember if you're going to hit a seismic charge make sure it's not on the back of your ship and make sure you're not balls deep into a sarlacc Ew. i don't know oh, how to do that
2: ship deeper cockpit deeper, i'm the
1: japanese cockpit. person here i'm <laughs> the one who's blocked botanicals.
0: scale let me do that one again <laughs> no that's great we no know. <laughs> that's, that's perfect balls deep in a sarlacc okay yeah.